All right, welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast for Monday, February 10th, presented by SeatGeek. I'm Caroline Gonzalez. Today in studio, we have left tackle for the New Orleans Saints, Teron Armstead. He was your 2019 Saints Man of the Year and the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee, also two-time Pro Bowler. The list goes on. Teron, thanks for joining me today. No problem. Thanks for having me on. So you went to Miami for the Super Bowl um, for to be recognized as a nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. How was that? How was your time out there? It was a great experience. Um, getting a chance to meet and hang around some of the other nominees. Uh, a chance to see what, what these guys are doing in their communities. Um, a lot of great things, a lot of great work being done. Um, had a good time in good time in Miami. Saw a lot of my teammates. I saw my head coach. Uh, so no, it was a good time. Did you did you ever uh, end up catching up with Cam? What, what was or was he just running around all the time? Because I feel was like he's just <laughs> high energy all the time. Yeah, Cam was Cam, high energy at at, at all times, and it, I seen Cam more than I seen anybody else. And he just would pop up on a bus. <laughs> he popped up pretty much together the whole time of NFL honors. Um, he popped up at the Super Bowl. He popped up. At the hotel. <laughs> Just everywhere. 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 Um, so you uh, went to Arkansas Pine Bluff, which is a smaller school. Did you ever imagine all of the things that you have going for you right now ever happening when you were – like think back to your senior year of college. Did you ever imagine that this would all be, ha- be happening? Uh, I mean, it, it was all a dream. It was it was a, a dream and a, and a goal and goals of mine to, to um, get to the NFL and, and, and try to be successful. Um I mean, being in a, a small school like Arkansas Pine Bluff and just having seen too many stories like this, and um, I, I know that the role would been long, would be longer. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I just stuck to it. You know, I put I invested myself and and my time to to task, and um, tried to do anything I could I possibly could to to get myself my, give myself a, a chance, give myself a shot at the league, and. Uh, once I got here, I got drafted, and I just been trying to become a, a better professional, a better player, a better person, and uh, anything that that comes with with that hard work, you know, I, I've um, taken. It seems like year over year, you you've gotten more and more comfortable with not only your role but just your leadership skills and kind of taking guys with you wherever you go. Do you feel like that has uh, that's kind of your personality? Like the leadership role is kind of more coming out in you. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Um, you know, I, I love my guys, my group of guys. It's easy. It's easy to lead those guys, and and to I try to just lead by example mm-hmm. in a lot of areas. Uh, you know, accountability, responsibility, and uh, my 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 group, my old line is 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 amazing. Those guys, they come to work, they bring their lunch pail to work every day, and um, you know, they just keep their keep their head down and, and grinding. So. Um, we have a, a nice mentality across the room, uh, what we, what we do and, and it's a, it's an, it's an everyday grind. So you don't become the Saints man of the year without doing work in the community, being a leader, but part of your Toronto Armstead foundation is some of the core values, sportsmanship, character, and teamwork. Why were those some of the things that you wanted to pass on to the next generation? Uh, those are just important values important values that i think would would help would benefit any indian individual uh not even in sports not on a on a field or or a court but just 
in life, any job, any corporate job or whatever, wherever. And I think those values um, go hand in hand with, with some other things, some other key attributes to, that um, lines up with success. So we know that you do work with young men and young women, but I feel like I have also seen you at a lot of community events bring along like rookies and younger mm-hmm. guys on the team. Why, why did you decide to do that? Just to give them a, um, uh, just give them a, like a hands-on and, and a up-close view of really why we're, why we're here and, yeah. and the importance of it. You know, we, we have our job and um, playing, playing football, training, getting ready to play, play a game and play the game at the best of our ability. But part of being a professional and having this platform, having this opportunity – is to to give back and to to help in the community, uh, to help your family, your friends, you know. Um, so I, I anytime I have an event, I'm I'm not so much asking the rookies, you know. I make them make tell them, them. yeah, yeah. I, I remember at Target, a lot of them were like running through the aisles, and you were like, "Hey, get over here." <laughs> <laughs> um, did you have someone like that for you when you were growing up, like becoming a professional, not growing up, but becoming a professional, kind of learning how to be a pro and all that? Did you have someone on the team for you? Uh, I learned a lot from my, my veterans, uh, Jari Evans, Zach Street, Ben Grubbs, uh, Ben Watson, Drew Brees, you know, just watching those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't go to like community events with these guys, but just watching them be professional, uh, watch the way they handle business. And uh, so I learned a lot from them. You know, just watching, not not like creepy way. I was watching them. That's that's how I took it. No, it's, creeper. It's not. It's not. What's <laughs> but no, just watching them guys be professional, be extremely professional, uh, successful in their in their own right. And uh, I wasn't playing much my rookie year early on. So mm-hmm. during, during that time, every community event possible, I was I was going to, and it was natural to me. Um, I was a counselor at the YMCA back in high school, so that was like my first job. That's interesting. Yes. Wait, elaborate on that. Why did you why no, did you decide to do that? <laughs> why why did you we're decide to do that? But that was just my first like summer job and uh we had like twenty five kids over the summer. They came every day from like eight to five and um just just pretty much just doing that. That's doing awesome. fun events in the community and then um so, you know, when I had the Tuesdays and we would go to schools and all that good stuff. It just was, it was easy. It was natural. I have a bone to pick with you because I saw on your foundation website that you guys have a basketball league. And I just want to know why I haven't been approached about being like a mentor <laughs> or a coach or anything. I mean, you've, you know what I bring to the table and I haven't been approached <laughs> about anything. I'm very upset about it. Well, the, the basketball league is still in, it's still in the works. Oh, like, okay. It, yeah. Okay. The format is up. Um, it Just hasn't make sure been to slide launched. my name in there. <laughs> <laughs> the league hasn't been launched, but when that time comes, you would be, you know, the yes. first person I would call. Thank God. First person. If I'm not the first person, I'm I'm gonna be upset. I don't want to hear about <laughs> Jackson Hayes or Zion or any of the guys across the street. It's gotta Lonzo. be me. Lonzo. Lonzo, yeah, none of those guys. It's gotta be Caroline Gonzalez first. <laughs> uh Teron, what's been the the your favorite community event that you've done so far? I know you've done a lot, especially in the past year, you've done a ton, but what's probably been your favorite? Oh uh, yeah, I have a, a ton in it, and all of them are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's the same event a year apart, they're all different. But um, that's tough. That's tough. Uh, I do an event on the North Shore, and uh, it's not through the Saints. 
and it's called Cooking for a Cause, and it's um, a huge crawfish competition. It's mm. like 20 different stations of their own separate crawfish boil. And so me and the guys go over, we're judges, and we judge the crawfish from 1 to 10. And uh, But the event is for um, kids with ALS or, you know, like serious conditions. Mm-hmm. And um, so all the money raises, go, it goes to the to those children that they're sponsoring for the year. And uh, it's an amazing event. It's a great time. Um, so I it's around March, like mid-March every year. And that's 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 one of my favorite ones. Maybe put me down for the judge on the panel too, because I'll eat I some crawfish. I can do crawfish. that. I can do uh, that. So I saw in your story the other day that you're building something. I, I saw a Tehran Armstead Foundation. Something was in the works. Can you tell us a little bit about that building, where it's going to be, all that? So I have a um, forty thousand square foot building. It was a bowling alley at first, and uh, recently purchased it, and we're renovating it to be the Team Armstead Center, the Tehran Armstead Center. And it's a community center um, that would hold a daycare, after-school programs, mentorships, internships, uh, GED program. It's like multifunctional, so we have many different um, things going on at, at once. Um, that's the plan. That's the goal. It has a dance studio, half court. Um, so we're extremely excited about it. It's in my hometown, Cahokia, Illinois. And um, the city knows about it now for, for a while that no one – had any idea what was going on with the building, but everyone knows about it now, and it's it's bringing up some some chatter, some some good excitement. Why was it important to do it in your hometown as opposed to Dallas, here, anywhere else? Uh, we don't have anything like it. We don't have anything like it, and I think it w- it would be benef- I think it would have been beneficial for me growing up to to have those um, opportunities to to get into those those type of things. I did an internship two year, two summers. And I think that was extremely influential for me. It was uh, vital for my growth and development. So to have something more sustain, sustaining and uh, more of a reliable resource yeah. that people can tap into, uh, I think it will be extremely important. So as much as we want to give credit all to you, you have a lot of different hands involved in this because that's a that's a huge center. That's awesome what you guys are doing and what you're able to do. So how many different people are you trying to get involved? Who's kind of – helping you with all of this yeah um my sister she's the vice president of my foundation Kimiante brown um shout out girl shout out shout out <laughs> yeah um well, we have a small board right now like official board and uh dewey houston he's on the board and um we're we're, we're adding slowly adding to the board and and it's a non-profit organization at the end of the day so it's volunteer work, mm-hmm. and and it takes a lot of time and effort to to get these events done and get everything planned. So, you know, it's, sometimes it's hard to get people to spend their time without pay. Yeah, you know. So, um, we 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 have a lot of people that's excited about what, what what's coming, and uh, they have offered their time and their expertise to to the mission. So um once the building is close to close to being open, my my board would expand pretty pretty quickly. We'll bring more people on board. Uh the hiring process for the building for these jobs will be like a real life hiring process. I and mean, I just can't just open the door to to family and yeah. friends. You got to be qualified and 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 pass the test. Um we're doing everything to 
most professional and try to do it the right way. Yeah, because you're going to have to have people that know a lot of different things. So you said you have like GED programs, mm -hmm. you have cheer coaches, you have dance coaches, all that stuff. That's that's a big process, but that's that's incredible that you're doing that. But you're not Thank only you. motivating kids and youth in your area. You have three little ones of yourself for, sure. uh, for yourself, right? And I need to know what it's like not only being a girl dad, but being a cheer dad. So I need to know <laughs> what things you're doing now that maybe you, you didn't think you would ever be doing as a as a person uh any glitter for, you know on the eyes or anything like that no any? see i don't really do the makeup <laughs> stuff my twins get into it um first i didn't understand the magnitude of cheer yeah like we had cheerleaders in, in high school and college and but like cheer competition like this competitive is competitive cheer, cheer right? oh yeah. my goodness it's different it's yeah. a different world it's like it's a, it's a real life sport. I would argue anybody that try to For say sure. cheer is not a sport. It is a real life sport. They're training, they're putting the time in, and then they have game day. Mm -hmm. And on game day, it's like electric. The the, <laughs> the momentum that's in the building. I've had I've had times like I've I've seen my twins get get to their spot, hit their move, get to their spot. I'm like amped up. I'm like I could I could go out here and play. Your height. I can't go cheer because I'm not flexible or nothing. But no, it's, it's it was it's exciting. Uh, they started when they were three, and just to see them learn a routine, like to know a two minute routine, was impressive. And uh, their team is is great. Uh, they're into gymnastics now, so um, taking them to to gymnastics class and they're moving along. So hopefully they'll be doing some pretty cool flips soon. Yeah, they're pretty good, and they're pretty athletic. It seems like they know what they're doing out there. But how much joy does that bring you to just see your two daughters doing that? I mean, you have a son, too, who mm -hmm. will you know follow in his own footsteps. But how cool is it to see your daughters and being a dad, which you don't really – you said you didn't really know a lot about cheer going into it, but now just, like, learning and kind of growing and evolving with them. I mean, cheer is like an all-day thing, all-day, all-weekend thing. It's crazy. It's, it's, like, longer than the track meet. Right. It's, like, longer than the track meet. Track meets are long, so – uh, it is a all day thing, but after my first one, like I started getting, I was prepared. I brought the snacks. We had charges, <laughs> the orange we had slices, everything, everything. <laughs> but uh, no, my my twins are um, extremely active. They're really athletic. They got some speed too. They're pretty fast um, for seven year olds. I don't know who they got that from, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they're gonna be into into sports for for as long as they can, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, that's my anticipation. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be at these cheer competition, track meets, volleyball games, basketball games. Uh, I'm going to try not to be the loud dad, the you gotta be. dad. You got to be the loud dad. I'm chill. I'll be chilling. You know, <laughs> I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast, so people can't see how much you just lit up when you were talking about your kids. But, like, the whole interview, he had a straight face. And then as soon as I asked him about his kids, it's just big, big smile on his face. But um, I don't know if you were at a cheer competition this weekend, but did you get to see any of the XFL games this weekend? I did not see the, uh, any games. Uh, I saw some saw some tweets about it, and everyone everything I seen was was positive feedback, great feedback. Uh, I know a couple guys in the league, 
And I'm going to check it out for sure. I'm going to watch it for sure. What do you think about the broadcasters being able to interview people like right after they mess up? Like imagine you miss a block or something and you go on the sideline and someone's like, I'm in your face. Like, hey, what's up with that? Why did you miss that block? No, I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like that? I don't like it. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't know that was taking place. So I know we can't was... put in a PR request for sideline hits with you? No, no. Okay. Cool. Not. Not me, at least. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about that. I'm on to the next play. On to the next play. All right. Last question before I let you go, Teron. What are your off-season plans? I know it's a busy off-season trying to stay healthy, trying to do everything you can because it's a long season. But do you have any off-season vacation plans, workout plans, all that? Um, I have vacation destinations that I, that I would like to go to. Just trying to figure out the time and get everything mapped out. Um, trying to go over to Spain. Um, Hawaii maybe you know just some places I would like to go to nothing's in stone yet um, workout plans not so not so not nothing that's like crazy uh, going into year eight you know I'm not running 40s <laughs> I'm not you know repping 225 out no more any of that that good stuff uh, but no I got a lot of a lot of things going on in my foundation uh, the building for sure that's First and foremost, uh, my camp, my uh, summer camp, we had over 700 kids last year. Going to try to top that. A ton of players come down. Um, I got some verbal confirmation from AK. Ty Gurley will be back. Mark will be back. And where is that? That'd be in Kokie, Illinois. Okay. Yeah. So now we got a all-star lineup of all my guys. So um, still making some music. Doing that on my oh, yes. all time too. How no, was you it? Said the, no, you said you had the, that was the last question. No, okay, one more. But you heard, I've heard several times that teed up on your mixtape. For people who don't know, he Teron Armstead is a rapper and has a <laughs> mixtape out on SoundCloud, which you should definitely go check out. It's called Training Camp, right? Training camp. Yes. And his song Teed Up was played not only in Training Camp for fans to hear in, mm -hmm. the, Superdome. in the Superdome. What did you hear? What did you think when you heard that in the Superdome? That's pretty cool. It was. That was. It was pretty cool. It was. It was. It was. We was teed up too. We was teed up. <laughs> it was third down. They played it. The defense was amped up. It was going crazy. Got a big third down stop. It was. It was. It was great. It was great. The energy was great. It's a pretty good song. I can't lie. All right. That is my last question. Just. Just remember, as a basketball coach and mentor on the Toronto Armstead I board, <laughs> I might also be uh, available to go to Spain, or if you, you know, want to provide travel packages for people on your board. <laughs> I'm. I'm all for that. I mean, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but I just want to. It's a let lot you know. of work you got to put in <laughs> first. So a whole lot of work. All right. Well, we appreciate all the work you put in, and appreciate you joining us today, Toronto. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks to Teron for joining us in studio today. If you want to find out more about his foundation and all the things that they do, you can go to TeronArmstead.com. We'll always have photos and so much more from his community work on NewOrleansSaints.com. And, of course, you can follow him on social media as well as the Saints. But today's podcast was brought to you by SeatGeek. If you're trying to find tickets to football games or any other live event, it can be complicated. There's hundreds of sites and shady pricing. But with SeatGeek, you can do everything in one, one place. Search for and discover the best deals on seats, buy from any device, and sell and transfer tickets in just a couple taps. Best of all, our listeners, that is you, will get $20 off their first purchase when they use the SeatGeek app. Use code GOSAINTS, all caps, no spaces, GOSAINTS, at checkout. SeatGeek score the best deals on tickets. 
All right, you don't want to miss the rest of this week's episodes. I'm not going to tell you who's going to be coming, but I'm just going to tell you, you do not want to miss it. Thanks for listening, and we'll tune back in on Wednesday.